This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Friday afternoon. I'm Hannah Pegel. On this week's Newsmakers show, we spoke with the top Republican on the House Agriculture Committee, ranking member Glenn Thompson, to gain a better understanding on spending in the next farm bill. Thompson says he will be working to educate his colleagues on farm bill programs as a way to maintain spending levels. Earlier this week, the Republican Study Committee proposed making large cuts to farm bill programs to reduce spending, but Thompson says that's not the way to go. If you harm programs, any of the programs in the farm bill, you will crush the rural economy, which will crush our national economy. So how do I do that? It's retail politics. It's one person at a time. You know, there there's a one of the truisms around this uh, Capitol Hill, I think in life in general, is you don't know what you don't know. So my goal is to help them learn more about how uh, misguided these policies are. Ryan Yates with the American Farm Bureau Federation says there is still a lot of time to determine if the baseline funding of the farm bill needs to be increased. We still have a little bit of time to figure that out. And I think, um, you know, as we move through uh, the, the remainder of this Congress and come come back in January, we are going to have a host of, of new friends in Congress that um, you know, have not had any sort of conversations about Farm Bill. I think as it stands now, we have uh, over 150 members in the House that, that weren't here uh, when we wrote the last Farm Bill. And, and with the retirements and the election around the corner, uh, we have a lot of education to do. Lisa Van Doren with the National Council of Farmer Cooperatives and Jonathan Kopis with the University of Illinois also spoke on this week's show. Head to agripulse.com for the full episode. The Office of the U.S. Trade Representative announced yesterday that the U.S. and Kenya will begin to develop closer ties under a deal that would improve agricultural trade by addressing non-tariff trade barriers. One of the biggest divisions between the U.S. and Kenya on ag policy is biotechnology. Kenya is slowly approving the planting of genetically modified seeds, but continues to maintain a 2012 ban on imports of food and feed produced with the technology. Addressing the issue will be a part of the trade deal discussions. Bill Thompson has more in his story on agripulse.com. A member of the House Energy and Commerce Committee says environmentalists should view farmers as partners in climate issues. Haley Bicklehop has the latest. Republican Congressman John Curtis of Utah is the chair of the Conservative Climate Caucus. He spoke today on a webinar sponsored by the National Academics of Science, Engineering, and Medicine about climate-smart agriculture. He encouraged lawmakers and activists not to force changes on farmers, but listen to them. I like to call them our original environmentalist. Now, they may not like that term, but uh, there's, there's very few people who understand environmentalism like our farmers. But sometimes they just speak it in a different language. And I, I think one of the problems sometimes that we, we make in this dialogue is not looking to them um, as experts, but rather trying to dictate or mandate uh, to them solutions. And I think we would do a lot better if we pulled them in as, as experts on this and, and really listen to them in many cases. In addition to discussing sustainable farming practices, panelist Deepthi Kuladay, an ag economist at South Dakota State University, says government and industry programs can help motivate and provide funding for producers. 
Cooladay points to Farmers for Soil Health, a partnership of the United Soybean Board, the National Pork Board, and the National Corn Growers Association as a good example of this collaboration. In addition to the uh, federal programs out there, there are state-level programs and there, there are these innovative institutional collaboration that brings together farmers, um, scientists, and policymakers together to address this um, issue which is to reduce greenhouse gases emissions from agriculture. Today says USDA programs like the Conservation Stewardship Program have also recently been made more flexible for farmers to use. Reporting in Washington, I'm Haley Bicklehopt. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. The Securities and Exchange Commission's proposed climate rule will hurt farmers and ranchers. The agency should not regulate rural America like it regulates Wall Street. Learn more at fb.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Hannah Peggle.